There's nothing quite as comforting as gathering around with mom friends and sharing stories. Stories have a way of making us feel better, and they're great reminders that no family is perfect, and that's okay. So join us as we share some stories and laugh, learn, and grow together. It's the iMom Podcast. Welcome to this week's episode of the iMom Podcast. Chloe's here this week. So is Susan and Megan and Abby. I'm trying to figure out different ways to introduce us. I know, us. you scared me. I, know. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> like, how did you? She's here. <laughs> uh, this week's story comes from Megan. Um, before we get into this story, I wanted to say that we have an exciting announcement coming up, not next week, but the week after. So uh, TBD, exciting news. So stick around. Stick around. Coming up after the break. <laughs> exciting news. Uh, this week's episode is, is it possible to slow time down? Megan, take it away. I was just thinking about this the other day because recently I feel like between work and different engagements socially and just traveling and all just different stuff we have going on, James looked at me the other day and was like, I don't like when you clean up. And I was like, what do you mean? And he goes, you don't play with me because you clean up. And I just (laughs) felt so guilty because I've just been so busy trying to get everything done. Um, that I probably haven't been like spending time just sitting on the ground playing with him. Um, and I feel like my second has literally grown in front of my eyes. Like, I feel like I've totally missed him as a baby. Whereas like, at least with my first, he was my only one. And so I kind of took it all in. And, um, the second, I feel like he's just gotten so big so quickly. And I just, am like, they're never going to be this small again. And I'm sure every mom thinks that at some point. Um, but I was just feeling so guilty because I cannot believe how big they've gotten. And I really want to make sure that I'm taking the time to spend time with them and enjoy this stage of life that they're in and enjoy the stage of life that we're in and really dedicate time to it because I will probably be always this busy for the rest of my life because I'll probably find things to be this busy. Um, and so I'm really trying to make a conscious effort to just like do nothing with them during the day, especially on the weekends when we don't have anything. Yeah. And time does seem to move slower when you're not distracted by, you know, having a screen in front of you, scrolling your phone while they're playing. You're like, oh, it's only been 10 minutes and we're still building trains or (laughs) playing with blocks or whatever. I get that. Right. The thing that haunts me is like Facebook memories. They pop up. Just today I showed Mm -hmm. Chloe a picture of my younger one who was, he was less than a year and he's in his little boppy drinking out of a bottle and his thighs are like just thick and juicy and they're just (laughs) so stinking cute. He's got a little diaper on and I'm like, oh. That kid's nine. He's nine. It just hurts. And then another one of the two boys walking down the block in magician's hats and capes. (laughs) And it was just like, we're going to go for a walk in the neighborhood, but we're going to wear our our magician's caps. I'm like, ugh. You know, it's just so sad. It hurts to look back and see that. But that's the goal, right? I mean, (laughs) if you're not looking back, if you're not watching them grow up, then what's the alternative, you know, that they're stuck? So uh, I think that every mom deals with this feeling of sadness but how do we how do we get past that not let that hinder us and also how do we make the most of of the time Mm. oh it gets harder too once you have multiple kids so it really got painful for me when you know, we adopted two older kids because then I felt like my three biologicals was were I, I was so focused on the two the adopted kids. Uh, 
so I used to have this thing I would do when I went to bed of just doing a mental check through all five of them mm. of did I engage? Was mm. there one point where I felt like I looked in their eyes and we connected on something? If I just went to bed thinking that I did that, I felt like it was a success. And I think sometimes that's all the pressure we can put on ourselves. It is hard to stay totally tapped in and feel like you're doing a good job let alone sitting down and playing with them. Yeah. So if you're a working mom and or a single mom, you know, just to have that eye contact and feel like you connected over something means that you're in their life and you're staying tapped in. Yeah. I always think at the end of the day, do we have more positive interactions than negative? Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't say that I I'm always confident that we have because there's some days where I just get super nitpicky or, you know, I, I'm just more stressed. Mm-hmm. But I think that's another good measure. Mm-hmm. I also like this just kind of understanding the brain helps me a little bit. You know, you feel like time is just going by so fast and so fast and so fast. I had this weird realization the other day that my husband, my husband's older than me, but he is the age right now that my dad was when I was like when some of my friends were getting married, which is really bizarre. I'm like, wait a minute. Like, how did this happen? And it's really just been a reminder of how we're just all growing up. But and maybe you guys already have heard this, but you feel like time goes by faster as you get older, right? Like kids, time goes by really slow when you're a kid, but when you're older, time goes by faster. And it's because it's all relative, you know, for a child who's seven, one hour is a significant portion of their life. Whereas if you're 37, one hour is not the same, like proportionately, it is a lot smaller part. And that's why you think Mm. that time is going by faster. It's because you have more to look back more life to look back on Mm. so just knowing that it always helps me feel a little bit better like time's not speeding up you just have more to to look back on Mm. I do think we're busier though so it makes it feel like it's faster too because we don't have that downtime we always have something so I I think we have to be more strategic to build it into the calendar to have that margin that like, okay, yeah, I got this really busy two weeks of work. So then I'm going to take a day off and just do this with my kids or just be ready when they get home from work. Like I'm going to make cookies that day. And yeah. when they come home, I'm going to be in a good headspace and we're going to smile and laugh and whatever. It's you, you almost have to calendar it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Megan, do you think that you guys will have another one? Do you want another one? Wow, Abby. Way to, way to change the subject. Well, I, I was mean, thinking about... Becca's is only eight months old. I was just thinking about how... Uh, well, so I looked at my note on the page here and I totally forgot, but I have Abby's theory on dogs in my notes. I'm like, what was what I thinking? What did I have to do? I saw that and I was but, really curious. But here, so here's where my brain went. My theory on dogs is that a lot of people end up getting a dog because she wants another baby and he's like, we're not having another baby. And she's like, all right, Lynn, let's get a dog. Is that and why like, y'all got a dog? No. Um, you know what? Honestly, there was a little bit of that. Yes, I'm not going to lie. But there's a lot of people, I think, who have kids that are like seven and nine years old. And mom starts to feel that little tug of like, they're not little anymore. We should have another baby. And then dad's like, no, 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 no. Um, but let's get a dog. So I, I think that if you did a survey, you would find that commonality. So, Megan, are you getting a dog in a few years? <laughs> I'm not getting a dog for a very, very long time. I'm just not. A week ago, when you were at my house, you said you're never getting a dog. Are we speaking like metaphorically here? Like, yeah. are we, are we, <laughs> dog or baby? Dog, like, what are we? So, no, I do want another baby. I think my husband does want another, a third, but he's like also 
not ready for that yet because we're still, <laughs> we still have a baby. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I'm not getting a dog anytime soon. Just, I can't take care of another <laughs> tiny thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, we have, um, what I think is a great article on ways to slow for time to slow down. And one of the tips is to learn about this stage and invest in it. Um, And I think that that is really Mm -hmm. important because we like to, we're always thinking to the next one. We're thinking, oh, well, when they're, you know, when they're in elementary school, we're thinking when they're in middle school and when they're in middle school, we're thinking about when they're in high school. And that if you can stay in this moment and really figure out how in this moment you can pour into your child. Mm-hmm. I think it does kind of help you just be more present and, and that might help things slow down a little bit. I love the point on this article, um, be the house where everyone feels welcome. I think one thing my mom always says is she's like, anytime you wanted to do anything with your friends, I always offered to drive because I got to like be there and get to know your friends a little bit more. And, um, she actually brought up one of the things the other day we were all going to a soccer game and I can't remember what song it was, but it had just come out. Me and my friends were obsessed with it and we made my mom play it like so many times. And she's like, it was so annoying, but after all y'all were having so much fun and she got to be a part of that, yeah. you know? Yeah. Just being in their world, yeah, getting to know their friends, not, you know, just being in their lives. I think we, we live so kind of separately because we're busy and we think that they don't want us around, but to be in their world, I think helps us just live it with them instead of watch it go by. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what are some ways that we, not on purpose, but we encourage our kids to grow up too fast? I'll give you a quote from John Acuff. He said, you can fast forward childhood, but you can't rewind it. Mm. So what are some ways you think that we might be encouraging our kids to act older, be older, uh, think older than they are? Well, actually, I think kids are getting less mature rather than more mature. So it's two different things. I do think they get to watch things and they get more exposed to things that too early. Mm. Does it make them mature? No. Does it make them, like the term you say, grow up? In other words, lose their innocence? Mm -hmm. Yes. I think kids are losing their innocence too fast. I don't think they're, it's equating to maturity. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, I think that to push back on on them growing up too fast, you know, we we give them screens, we let them play video games that maybe we're like, oh, well, this says it's for ages 12 plus, but you're 10, so you can probably be okay with that. They might be able to, but why not keep them in this more innocent, mm-hmm. age-appropriate space? Or even better than that, play the games that they like to play, like Legos or go outside and shoot hoops, you know, play basketball with them instead of screen time. I think embracing those activities that are a little bit more childlike instead of a screen. I mean, we have our whole lives. They have their whole lives to sit in front of a screen. Like, why not get on the floor and do a game with them or draw a picture with them, color with them and and embrace that? I think it's hard because... You know, my mom used to just literally send all four of us outside, like everybody out, you know, (laughs) you didn't have to watch them. And I guess that all the neighborhood kids watched over each other. But now, like if I go to Megan's house or whatever, you you can't send those kids outside to play. She lives, you know, in D.C. or Alexandria. And it's just a little different. Um, So 
you do have to play with them if they go outside. You have to, or you have to take them to a playground. Yeah, it, we roamed the streets until the light street lights came. The kids on. roam the streets in my neighborhood. We got these kids who are real big skateboarders, and they just put a little. But they're thing older. I mean, yeah, but even like we've got little kids, and and I, their parents sit on the porch and yeah. watch them. Yeah, but yeah. like, I, I that's one thing I love about our neighborhood is like the kids really yeah. do play out in the so streets. So it depends on where you live. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. What do you or when our kids ask for something or want to do something that is for kids who are older than them, how do you respond without getting pushback? Like, what's the right way to respond? For example, like... Well, the first thing is don't buy it. Mm. What about, like, well, we talked about dating, but wearing certain clothes. Like, I wasn't... I wasn't allowed to wear a two-piece bathing suit when I was little. I had to wait, you know, until I was buying my own bathing suits. My mom would not have bought a two-piece bathing suit for me. Um... You Getting know, your like ears that. pierced, all yeah, that stuff—the like first yeah. of everything, you know. Yeah. I think yeah. there's just something about like that kind of thing, and like letting them watch movies that we loved when we were kids that might be a little too old for them. There's something about like we want the kids to experience this. We want to experience it with them. We think it's exciting, and so we move too too soon. We mm-hmm. we start these things too fast. Maybe it's like a we don't want to delay the the excitement. I forgot how bad. Grease is. Can I <laughs> let James watch it the other day? Like, not the whole thing. But it's like, my you know, fault because I kept singing Grease Lightning every time I wanted to go fast. I wanted him to like get his shoes yeah, on like, fast. I go, go Grease Lightning. <laughs> um, I didn't realize how bad that it's song bad. is. Like, if anyone <laughs> at this age listens to it back, I'm like, it's so I was dirty. singing it and I was like, oh, oh my gosh. Like, Turn my three year old cannot listen to this. That's yeah. so funny. I think that's my biggest offense. I think that I. There's so many movies that I loved as a kid, yeah. and I'm just like, let's watch this one. And I'm like, oh, well, it's PG, and they watched it when they were five, or it's PG-13, and I'll just fast forward through through that part. It's like, I just want them to enjoy that thing that I loved, like Goonies, you know, yeah. like, oh, my gosh, like, the kids cuss like sailors in that movie. <laughs> and I'm like, cool, kids, let's watch it. I'm like, well, and now when they say some of those things, who's to blame? It's me, you know? <laughs> it's like they're just growing up a little bit too fast for that. So one last thing. I have a friend who I adore, um, but she's very, very emotional about her kids getting older. Like mm-hmm. she, her oldest is like maybe 12 and then her youngest is four or five. And when she thinks or talks about like letting them go, she gets really sad. Like we'll cry. She'll, she'll cry. And it makes me wonder, I'm not judging her. I'm, I don't know what's going on inside of her, but it makes me wonder like if we if we are that emotional, like, is there some like either codependency or like, um, unhealth somewhere in there? Like, how do you recognize the difference between loving your kid and being sad that they're growing up and, oh, okay, I'm, I'm not in healthy place. I mean, is she normally a sentimental, emotional person or is this like, is this just something part of her personality? I think this is something that's particularly strong. I, I can't say that it's out of character, but it is definitely... But I don't. Th- I'm sure she's not the only one. I mean, that's just yeah. one example. There's yeah. a lot of moms that are like, "I'm never gonna let go of my baby." Yeah, yeah. Oh, I I looked at all my kids and say, "Promise me you'll never turn six, right? You promise me." Um, yeah. But I was being funny. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think, yeah, that's hard because if you're if you're, I mean, th- there are certainly so many people that just love babies and littles, and so it is kind of sad because they're little for such a short time, Mm -hmm. and then they're big people. Mm -hmm. So I can relate, but every stage is so fun. Mm. 
that's what I've tried to do. I've really tried to just love the stage that we're in. Yeah. And and I have. I've I and I it causes me to look back on like the baby or the toddler. I'm like, oh, I didn't like that as much as I remember liking it. Yeah. Now in hindsight, I'm like, oh, that was really hard. But when I was in it, I was like, this is great. Because I think I forced myself to really just be there. Yeah. This is why everyone needs to volunteer at the nursery at church. Yeah. <laughs> it reminds you, oh yeah, we did that. Yeah. I'm so glad we're past yeah. that. Well, yeah. and I love what you said because like the next season gets to be great too. Like my mom always says, she's like, I miss you guys when you were younger, but I love my adult kids. Like yeah. I love getting to know you guys now and you know, mm-hmm. getting to experience new seasons together. Yeah. And I think that's why we do what we do in a lot of ways. You know, we do it for the kids, but also we do it for the moms because I, I know that speaking for myself, I don't want my kids to grow up and not call me or not want to be around yeah. me or not feel good when they're around me. I want to always be a person that they want to be with. And so that's why we write the articles we write and say the things we say, because we just want moms to always have that relationship with their kids we don't want there ever to be an end yeah it's just kind of the next version of motherhood all right tell us how you slow down time if you have figured it out we would love to hear about it <laughs> give not us that the, we had any good answers exactly. how to do <laughs> it <laughs> give us the magic trick for slowing down time you can tell us via the link in the show notes and thanks for listening Thanks for listening to the iMom podcast. iMom is the motherhood program of the nonprofit organization Family First. Along with our fatherhood program, All Pro Dad, we exist to help you love your family well. Subscribe to our daily email, the iMom Minute, by going to imom.com slash subscribe and get tons of great ideas, insight, and inspiration. The iMom podcast is hosted by me, Abby Watts, along with Susan Merrill, Megan Tigner, and Chloe Blumenthal.